Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Thursday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harrods here with the Daily Viewer Investing Podcast. Hope you all had a good day today. A uh, little bit of a uh, pause today, I guess you'd say, after yesterday's big ramp higher. And just remember, yesterday's was a big move higher, folks. Not just the Dow Jones, when you see up, up 500, that sounds good, right? But percentage-wise, NASDAQ was up right at 3%. Semiconductors yesterday up 4%. Again, these are the leaders that we want to see. And today, you know, the 10-year backed up. The yield backed up today to 2.888%. That's the exact yield today. Let's, let's round up 2.9% on the 10-year. So, you know, anytime the 10-year has a big move higher in yield, you get a little weakness in tech stocks. That's what we saw today. NASDAQ today finishing down 75 points after its big move higher yesterday. Uh, that was our loser on the day. It's down a half percent. SP 100 was flat. Uh, Dow Jones up 27. Russ 2000 up uh, six points. So, again, the, not, not a huge surprise after yesterday's big move higher to give a little back. But I want to remind everybody <clears throat> about yesterday what was important. NYSE yesterday, up volume was 92%. That's a bullish thrust buy signal. They just don't happen very often. I, mean, I say we might get six or seven a year that's ballpark right some years you might get 10 other years you might get none but when you see these especially when they follow a 90 percent down volume day which we had back in june it's good to see because it negates the negative uh, down volume day that's how they look at it uh but again today even with the uh, the move lower today in nasdaq the internals held up just fine I'll take a look at that real quick here because let me get a, a quick refresh to get this right here because they give late updates that some kind, sometimes skew the numbers. Today, it did not, though. I mean, again, after yesterday's big move higher and today's uh, minus 75 in NASDAQ, I wouldn't have been surprised to see some, some, some not great readings today. But we got positives across the board. I mean, again, we're talking about pattern changes, folks. We're talking about big, pat- big, big pattern changes. I don't hear enough people talking about this. This is the stuff we started talking about three months ago when the internals started improving. The internals had been horrible, (laughs) absolutely horrible from like mid-2021 on. But remember, the market kept going up because it was supported by about 10 mega caps, right? The big tech stocks were driving it higher while everything else was imploding underneath the surface, right? Most stocks were going in a bear market for over a year. Well, that all changed on May the 12th. That's when the... FIFO stocks bottomed to move higher. The very first stocks went to bear market. The big names, right? The Kathy Woods Ark Fund, the Biotech ETF, the IPO ETF. They all went into the bear market at the same time. China did as well, by the way. And then on May 12th, they all bottomed and started moving higher. FIFO, first in, first out. We noticed it then. We said that looks like a bottom to us. And since then, everything's been better. And the internals have really, that's the key point I'm trying to make here. Not only has the market bottomed, but the internals continue to give big buy signals. Take a look today. Here's case in point. Again, not a great day today, right? NASDAQ advanced decline, positive by 500 issues, okay? If I'd, if we'd had this day with NASDAQ down 75 just a month ago, folks, we'd have been negative. I'm telling you straight up, we'd be negative across the board, all right? Take that to the bank. That's what we live through day after day after day. Volume. Again, NASDAQ down 75. NASDAQ volume was positive by $800 million worth of trading. That is significant on a down day. Uh, NYSE, advanced <clears throat> decline, positive by 700 issues. NYSE volume, positive by more than $1 billion worth of trading. So, 
and also we got the trifecta, folks. When's the last time we could say this? Actually, we've had a couple days this week we could, but today is pretty convincing. Today, we had 159 stocks hit a new, excuse me, is that right? uh, Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, 149 hit a new 52-week high. Do math in my head here. As I speak, can I walk and chew gum at the same time? So we'll call it, let's round up. Let's say 150 stocks hit a new 52-week high to uh, 80 hit a new 52-week low. So, Again, these aren't uh, earth-shattering numbers, but they're positive. And again, that has not been the case for a long time. So we'll take it, right? Uh, On a a day when the market pauses after the big day yesterday. Repeat, yesterday, up volume, 92% NASDAQ. Up volume, 85% for uh, for NASDAQ. NYC was 92%. Five to one advanced decline yesterday. So again, this pattern change of, of better internals continues. It just does. And that's very good news. Also today, folks, and I've heard no one talk about this. But we're running our charts and screens, and I want to see where it closed here. The trannies, the trannies, the transports broke out above the 200-day moving average today. <laughs> That's been a while, folks. I think that puts it up, puts the trannies up. Um, I had the number right here, and of course I've misplaced it now. I'm, I'm, the trannies are up about 20% in three weeks, Okay. It's been near parabolic move higher for the transports. And here's why that's important. Ed Hyman, the uh, economist du jour at, at, at Ever, Evercore, you hear us talk about him a lot here. He's, he's, he's the best in the business. He's our favorite anyway because his, his work is so well-rounded. And he's been right. You know, he's been right about, he's been right about the economy. Everybody's been very dour and down in the dumps. He said, you know what? Things just don't look that bad. They just don't. Holding up pretty well. Well, he just commented last night about the transport, so I know he loved what's happening here with the break above the 200-day, because the transports, you know, they do their their their, their top-ranked surveys. They, they they do a survey of all 11 SP 500 sectors, interview about 300 companies every month, talk to the CFOs of these companies to find out how's business, how's your revenue compared to last month. That's the question they ask, and the transports on the survey base still coming in at 64% bullish. Now, we don't hit recessionary levels until 45%, okay? So, it's 64%. The transports have held up incredibly well. Yes, it's off the highs. Yes, it's softened somewhat. But now, to see this confirmation with the transports getting above the 200-day moving average, folks, we're still not there, obviously, on any of our major indexes. All major indexes are below the 200-day, right? Every, every sector, I think every sector is below 200-day except the transports. Now, Tyler's the expert here. I'll get with him later on this and confirm. But again, the transports and the, and the housing index are, are the two keys for us in our VRA investing system. Uh, Ed Hyman says that trainings are most important. We say housing, but they're one and two. Uh, so we'll, uh, and by the way, the, the housing index is getting very close to its 200. It's only about 18 points away from its 200-day moving average. Yeah, that's not that bigger. They've also been on a big tear. So the two most important leading economic indicators for the very investing system are flashing early buy signals as they approach the trainings already above the 200-day and housing index approaching the 200-day moving average. This is how recovery starts. It's how it starts. Just a quick refresher. We've had three bear markets in four years, right? Brutal. Average stock losing 50% plus, okay? Unprecedented. It is unprecedented. What's interesting about the two previous ones, the 2018 and 2020 bear markets, is that within five months, both of those bear markets were over and we were back at all-time highs. 
Well, S P five hundred is now up fifteen percent, sixteen percent from its July lows. Here we go again, right? I mean, if you believe in repeating patterns, and, and if you also understand that uh, the the people in charge of this market, if you're a conspiracy theorist, Federal Reserve, right, Treasury Department, people that maybe run the plunge protection team, what do they want to do? I wonder who they want to see get reelected in November. Maybe their buddies in the Uniparty. Certainly, their buddies on the left and, and, and the Dems. If you think if you think the left is not beyond rigging the markets to move higher, then you don't know who's in power. And you did not see what just happened at Mar-a-Lago this week, okay? These people are not to be trusted. And certainly, the economic data, I'd expect them to fudge that. You've noticed it's getting better. We said it would. It is. The market's certainly getting better. They need all the help they can get going to the midterms to try to hold power in both the House and the Senate. I, I'm speaking, we're speaking to a lot of people that think they're going to do just that. Had a very disturbing call today. Uh, with the marketing company we're working with, it, it, these guys know what they, they, they're very good at what they do. They're very good at, at reading data. And they believe that the, the, the Dems are going to hold both the House and the Senate. I, we heard that just today. That was, uh, that was kind of depressing, if I'm being honest. I don't think that's the case, by the way. I think we at least take the House back, we being Republicans, even though I'm an independent. I have to say I'm a Republican in this environment. And that I hopefully take the, the Senate, but I think at minimum we take the House and we do it convincingly so. I think these guys are going to be wrong on that call, but I get what they're saying. Uh, the VIX today, by the way, remember it dropped below 20 yesterday, closed just barely above it, but still good to see the VIX really having the air sucked out of it. Uh, uh, what else today? Let's take a look at, again, we just did the internal sector watch today. Of our 11 SP500 sectors, we had, uh, what is this, one, two, three, we had uh, six finished lower, five finished higher. Led to the downside, nothing bigger either way, really, except for energy on the upside. Healthcare, down 17 to 1%. Consumer discretionary, down 16 to 1%. Again, not a big deal here. To the upside, though, energy. Energy stocks, big move higher today, up th- better than 3%. Financials up 1%, again, with higher rates. And industrials also up one half of 1% today. Um, I just want to share this. Uh, let's get to commodities. I've got an important point here to make on commodities. We shared this with our uh, parabolic options folks today. Gold today was down $12 an ounce <clears throat> at uh, 18.01. Silver today down 2.5% again, higher rates today. And they've had a good move. We like the direction of the dollar. We believe we're about to get a major move higher in precious metals and miners. You know we're pounding the table in this group. Silver today, by the way, down 2.5% at $20.22 an ounce. But we are just now entering, matter of fact, in about three days, folks. We've entered the most bullish period of the year for gold and silver and the miners. Mid-August to mid-October is the single best period to own gold, silver, and the miners. And it's a very repeating, it's a very high probability repeating pattern, okay? So if we're seeing it, you have to know everybody else is seeing it, especially the the, the, the robo-traders and uh, the technicians. So I think this group's going to have a big move fire. That's how we're positioned and uh, and uh, again, at least until October, I think actually is going to. I think it's going into the year end. Remember, Goldman Sachs target is twenty five hundred dollars an ounce on gold, and that right now we're eighteen hundred. So looking for a big move higher there. Copper today also up slightly. Well, you know, one percent will take it up one point one percent at three seventy a pound. Uh, crude oil again, the the energy stocks were up better than three percent today. Crude oil down, up two point two percent. Excuse me, up uh, two point yeah two point four percent. That's two dollars a barrel. At to ninety five dollars, 
last trade, $94.13 a barrel. Finally, of the day, Bitcoin uh, down five sixty at twenty four thousand one ninety five. But again, got to got to just repeat this one more time. Bitcoin's been acting a lot better, and it's been acting better in the face of bad news. It's not the news that matters; it's the market's reaction to that news. We think that's a tell. Still not ready to give a buy signal for Bitcoin, but I will say it's a risk on asset. It trades almost in parallel with Nasdaq. Okay, and so when when Bitcoin's going higher, it gives you a better sense that the markets are going higher as well. All right, folks, that's it for today. Uh, always appreciate you watching or listening. We'll be back here again tomorrow at the close. Until then, have a great night. We'll see you back tomorrow after the close. Bye-bye.